Hello and welcome to a new episode of Museums Up, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project, a smart tool that provides you with current issues related to cultural heritage management, digital innovation, and sustainability in museums. The Reinherit Project is funded from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Programme under Grant Agreement No. 101-004-545. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. This is Jaime Lopez from Arte Sostenible, and you are listening to a new episode of Museums Up, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project. The topic of this episode is museums and their social role as relevant institutions in people's lives. Today, we have Marlene Muliu, Assistant Professor of Museology and Coordinator of CIVIS Open Labs at National and Kapodistrian University of Athens. Expert museologists with a demonstrated history of working in governmental positions related to cultural management and museums, Marlene believes in the social value and transformative power of museums for individuals and communities alike. Hi Marlene, and welcome to Museums App. Hello, Jaime. I'm delighted to have been invited to participate in Museums App and thank you very much for this opportunity. Thanks to you. Could you briefly explain what the Museums Inside Me project is about and what relevant outputs and benefits has it generated for museum visitors? Hi, May. I have been working on and with museums for many years with different hats and affiliations. Throughout these years, I have come across several exemplary museums that not only have a socially driven vision and mission upon which they carry out their work and transmit knowledge about their subject matter, but also use the museum concept as a methodology to portray personal and collective identities, to decipher human experiences, conditions and memories, or to build bridges for reconciliation in divided communities, and promote active and critical citizenship, and ultimately to understand and cope with the mysteries of life itself. In other words, museums that can act not only as powerhouses of knowledge and creativity, but also as lighthouses that shed new rays of meaning on the complexities of our world and of ourselves within it. So having this frame of mind as a museum professional, but also as an individual that believes in the power of museums, when the pandemic started, I asked myself, how can I help as a museum professional? Can I offer some kind of cultural first aid? Can I create an online community participatory project that would strengthen the idea of the museum as a field of um, inspiration and connection that concerns us all and gives us agility and hope to overcome personal fears. My argument is that museums have the potential to be safe spaces for conversation and for connection with ourselves and with others. Museums can turn static objects to talking objects and they can be more effective when they involve the public and when they source stories that are empowering for civic engagement. These and many more thoughts were behind the initiative The Museum Inside Me, a museum of positive thinking, as I like to say, composed of two photographic collections on Facebook and Instagram. Created in March 2020 by myself and with the help of two colleagues of mine, with no budget, just our personal drive, The Museum Inside Me acted as a bridge of communication and expression between citizens in the difficult period of the two lockdowns in Greece, a period we could see it was creating mounting fear and anxiety among citizens. Based on the force of its participatory, evocative and anthropocentric spirit, 
it also um, envisioned to widen up its activities and role after the lockdowns were over in order to enhance the exposure of museums in the public domain. The project started during the pandemic, but its vision and spirit as a socio-cultural experiment goes beyond. Community engagement and participatory work in museums and heritage are at the core of my working practice because I believe that we, as researchers and academics, have not only the responsibility to educate the new generations, but also use our disciplines and our working practices to develop projects within the community, with the community, for the community. So, uh, in the short text of invitation for contributors uh, we addressed in uh, March 2020 at the beginning of the project, we stressed a lot that museums are lovable places that makes us explore the world around us and discover stories about life through their collections. As we stayed indoors, we were deprived of new museum experiences, but we could reenact them in a way in our physical places, in our houses, by founding objects from our everyday life that had a museum value or had a value for us. So in a way, there were museum pieces um, to be. During the lockdowns, there were frequent reminders of the call for objects and stories, and we encouraged the users to express their concerns and find in the museum inside me a safe space to share their memories. In the first two days only of the call, we had 1,200 likes and 49 objects uploaded. Today, uh, after an, uh, a lot of months, the collection has more than 300 objects and stories and the museum inside me around 5,000 followers in Facebook. The objects and stories are really diverse, interesting in many ways, personal memories from past times, from childhood, past traveling, traditions, uh, ancestors, as well as expressions of personal needs for serenity, relaxation and calm. In Instagram, on the other hand, the purpose of the collection was different. The call was for users to remember themselves in museums, to tell us how they felt there and what memories they had. So they created a collection, let's say, of personal photos within museums and exhibitions to keep the memory of the museums alive. I have to say that the project attracted a lot of media attention as well as professional interest from many different fronts. Teachers used the concept and the material of the museum inside me to create similar projects with their pupils and make them understand the value of family history through objects. My students loved the project and often told me that it helped them understand better the more complex museological theories addressed in the courses. We also launched an online uh, um, discussion about the museum inside me with speakers from different walks of life in order to reflect with them on the value of museums. Last but not least, we launched an online survey and gathered more than 150 responses to assess the impact of the project. Most of the users, users felt that the museum inside me sparked positive thinking and the personal process of remembering. Many felt it was original, interesting and soothing that created a community of practice which bonded people together. As other surveys also indicated during the pandemic, Museum goers focused on the value of museums as escape spaces, as spaces that foster social connections, as places of hope and healing. So I think the museum inside me was such a facilitator of human conversations and connections within the digital space, within a digital museum-like space, where the stories um, and the donors kept uh, full ownership of, uh, of their objects, of the objects that they offered to us. Well, it was for sure a very important, original and necessary initiative what you did, for, for sure. 
Thank you. Uh, I have another question. How museums can be an effective medium for discussing significant and difficult social issues? Can you give some examples? Of course, yes. A very interesting, a very good question, in fact, that demands a complex analysis and a lot of contextualization in order to offer an answer with good foundations. It's a difficult question. Museums are part and parcel of our societies. Uh, their existence has been repeatedly interweaved with stories of struggle, of resilience, of transformation, and of innovation. But museums operate within very different social environments with specific cultural routing. So I think there is not a perfect one-size-fits-all model to manage how to be this effective medium. As museums themselves are very diverse in size, in institutional histories and practices, in modes of operation and cultural communities to address. If I try to synthesize the multi-layered, let's say, nature of museums' social role and unlock the secrets of their changing and challenging social tasks, I would say that the key is in the museum definition. I mean the new one and on how each museum leader with his and her museum team understand and perform each word of the definition. How they understand and practice the concepts that have been introduced in this new global text. Museums must be accessible and inclusive. They must foster diversity and sustainability. They must operate and communicate ethically, professionally and with the participation of communities. In order to illustrate this, I'll use a handful of examples, all drawn from my long experience as a judge for the European Museum of the Year Award. So my first example is about war, reconciliation and peace. And I'll focus on the World Childhood Museum in Sarajevo, winner of the Council of Europe Prize in 2018. Through a combination of donated personal items and their contributors' descriptions, the World Childhood Museum tells the stories of the children that grew up during the Bosnian War in the 90s. As the museum officials uh, hold, and I quote them, in highlighting children's individual stories of tragedy and resilience, the World Childhood Museum expresses universal themes that are today equally vital for Europe. And of course, the war in, in Ukraine right now proves that in a very striking way. To this end, uh, the museum has partnered with human rights activists and organizations from different countries, from Lebanon, Syria and Ukraine, to produce more exhibits on today's children of war, to be presented in different venues across Europe. So by focusing on children's experiences, the World Childhood Museum has set high goals in becoming a very important platform for communal healing and reconciliation. My second example, focuses on mental health, which is a very important subject right now after the pandemic. Um, I'm referring to the Museum of the Mind in the Dutch city of Harlem, winner of the main uh, EMEA 2022 award. It's the big winner of this award this year. Based in a very old medieval building, originally set outside the city walls as a place of confinement for unwanted people and set up for uh, um, operation by four psychiatric hospitals, the Museum of the Mind is excellent and innovative in the way it humanizes psychiatry. It explores the nature of the human mind and epitomizes the power of museums in the social fabric. Every aspect of this museum indicates a human-centered institution that emphasizes the experience of people who are considered different. It stands out as a center of excellence in terms of its governance scheme, with links to national mental health foundations and agencies. 
Its content and its conceptual exhibition making is excellent. Its contemporary relevance, both for its personnel and its diverse audience, is um, really outstanding. It is an incredibly valuable, valuable social project realized through the museum medium. My third example focuses on poverty, migration and life in tenement houses. And is, it is the so-called 14 Andreata Street, which is located in Dublin in Ireland, a museum which preserves an important historic building and the stories and objects of the people who live there. Its people-centered approach provides a multi-layered, let's say, experience that is meaningful for all visitors through connecting local stories with universal human experiences. More than 100 people lived in the tenements and the building has been restored with great sensitivity to its multiple layers of memory. The museum's team has been gathering everyday stories, personal experiences and objects of former residences. Guides bring small groups of visitors together through the house and they tell them uh, many stories and offer a truly evocative journey to the past. And the last example is uh, the so-called Museum Hof van Busleiden in the city of Mechelen in Belgium. And this is a very good example about civic engagement and participatory democracy. We can call it a trans-historical museum that offers a contemporary reinterpretation of an old palace where innovative Renaissance thinkers and humanists used to meet and discuss the rapidly changing world back then, as we do also today in our very, very rapidly changing world. Owned by the progressive city of Mechelen, the palace reopened in 2018. The museum is involved in a wide range of creative collaborations with partners from different sectors of the city and has proved how the past and its heritage can inspire the present. The museum encourages visitors to make new connections and to think creatively about challenging social issues of the contemporary world. Its act um, uh, of cooperation are rooted in the principles of deep democracy and responsible citizenship. The museum questions the role of museums as cultural institutions and experiments with museum and theoretical methods. And I would like to focus particularly on its groundbreaking project, the ground of things, as it's called, which uh, the museum, uh, through which the museum showed vividly how a museum and a theater can develop a better understanding of the un interesting entanglements between the past and the contemporary world. Of course, I can go on and on with many more examples, but I guess our time is up. I see, Marlene, this is enough. Very good examples. Marlene, thank you very much for your input. Thank you very much for inviting me. We hope this episode has provided you with valuable information about the social role of museums. Thanks for listening to Museums Up, a podcast from the Ringheaded Project, and stay tuned for the next episode. We inherit, redefining the future of cultural heritage. For more information about the Reinherit project, go to reinherit.eu and check our social channels. Reinherit. Make it your own.